1: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 45 to 50 degrees, it's not going to be quite as windy. We drop down to the 20s tomorrow night into early Thursday morning, highs near 50 on Thursday. I'm Seven News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center.
2: Springfield now at 31 degrees, many suburbs in the 20s overnight. Listening to WTOP,
1: Washington's news, traffic, and weather station.
3: WTOP News: Facts
2: Matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up: two major stories tonight. Colorado's Supreme Court removes former President Trump from the state's primary ballot. We'll get the latest from CBS in seconds, and we'll have analysis throughout the early morning. Also ahead: a judge's latest ruling on removing the Confederate memorial from Arlington Cemetery. I'm Dick Giuliano.
4: How's the idea of a $2.2 billion Potomac Yard project going over among people in Alexandria? I'm Matt Small.
5: D.C. announces progress in meeting a court order to add more shelter beds for detained teens. I'm Mike Marilla.
2: Maryland will not have its usual quarterback for the bowl game. It's 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm
3: Christopher Cruz. The Colorado Supreme Court says Donald Trump should not be on the Republican presidential primary ballot. I'm Peter King.
6: It took just a few moments for the Trump campaign to announce that it would go to the U.S. Supreme Court to appeal the Colorado ruling. Election law expert David Becker.
5: For the United States Supreme Court to rule that a former president and current presidential candidate engaged in insurrection, even with all of the factual information they have, that's going to be a pretty
6: high bar to meet. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levinson says Trump has a tough case to make.
0: This is stunning but legally correct. The Colorado Supreme Court has found that those who seek to destroy our government from within cannot then represent it.
3: Peter King, CBS News. The death toll continues to rise in Gaza, says CBS's Rami Osencio in television. Israel's
1: bombardment continues, with nearly 20,000 people now killed, says Gaza's Hamas-run health ministry. Israel's military says it's dismantled Hamas's northern brigade and taken control of Jabalia. Strikes that hit the refugee camp there killed at least 50. More strikes in southern Rafah killed almost 30 others.
6: I lost
3: two grandchildren, said this woman, one just two weeks old. The West Coast could see severe weather starting Wednesday, says the Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis. A major storm off the Northern California
7: coast that slides down into Southern California. What that will lead to is very heavy rain in L.A., Santa Barbara, San Diego. That could lead to some mudslides, watching for rain and burn scar areas after wildfires. That could lead to some issues, likely flooding Thursday into Friday. When many people be on the roads for holiday travel, this could be a lethal combination.
3: The president of Mexico is none too happy about a new Texas law that gives state officials more power hours in dealing with illegal immigrants.
8: Mexico's president called the law inhumane. He said Texas governor Greg Abbott, who signed the law on Monday, is going to lose favor among Mexican-American voters in his home state. Mexico plans to challenge the law. The Mexican leader has been highly critical of the measures Texas agents have been using to stop migrants, including placing sharp wires where they cross. Adrian Bard, CBS News, Mexico City.
3: Concerns in Iceland about lava and toxic gas spewing from a volcano. The BBC's Nick Beak is there.
5: Experts worry the gases that continue to spurt out are polluting the air. But they say there won't be a giant ash cloud. That's because this volcano system is not trapped under glaciers. It may be that the most memorable part of this Christmas performance is over, but they're not letting down their guard here.
3: More residents of a small town near the capital have been evacuated.
4: This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits.
7: WTOP at 1203. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, welcome in, December 20th. WTOP and 7 News, first alert weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. Okay, I'm not exactly sure where that came from. Anyway, good morning, Wednesday morning, December 20th, 2023. As I was trying to say, mainly clear, low in the 20s. We're at 33 in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in for the Midnight Hour Ride. Topping the news we're following for you this morning, the Confederate Memorial locally at Arlington National Cemetery can come down after all. Just a day after issuing a temporary
2: restraining order, a federal judge in Alexandria has given the Army the green light to continue dismantling the monument that towers over Confederate graves. It's a disappointment to Scott Powell of Save Arlington, a group that's been battling to save the monument, erected to advance reconciliation between the states.
7: This monument really gave us a lot of guidance about The direction we should take and had been there as a beacon for almost 100 years and now we've decided well we don't need that anymore.
2: The monument was targeted by the Federal Naming Commission that also listed military bases and installations that honor the Confederacy. Dick WTOP
7: News. WTOP at 1204 Wednesday morning. Let's talk sports on WTOP this hour. $2.2 billion, the projected cost behind the proposed monumental sports and entertainment project at Potomac Yard. Is it worth it, and are you for it? The question this morning. I do not.
4: That's what Arsalan, who lives in Alexandria, tells WTOP. But the Wizards fan says if the project, which would rely on taxpayer assistance, happens. The developments that do happen are ultimately best for the citizens. Virginia Democrat Don Beyer, who represents the area in Congress, says one of his key concerns.
5: We take advantage of the economic boom and the cultural boom without sacrificing the community that we've built so beautifully.
4: Buyer tells WTOP his biggest concern is the use of tax exempt federal bonds to finance the project, something he's rallied against for years.
6: Which means basically Americans across the country are going to be subsidizing it.
4: In Alexandria, Matt Small, WTOP News.
7: WTOP News time now, 12.05. The city of D.C. was back in court this week. Lawyers for the district hoping to convince a judge to not hold it in contempt for the lack of shelter beds available for teens arrested in the city. It's a case a judge granted WTOP's on Mike Murillo special access to cover.
5: The contempt charge comes in a case involving a teen girl who is forced to stay in a jail-like portion of D.C.'s youth detention facility despite being eligible for a more shelter-like facility in that same place. The city faces the contempt charge after failing to to meet the court's order to add more beds earlier this year. In court, Sam Abed, director of D.C.'s Department of Youth Rehabilitation Services, says since the last court hearing, the city has signed a deal with three outside facilities to make an additional 24 beds available by March of next year. Judge Andrea Hertzfield called the development progress and decided again to not decide on whether the city should be held in contempt. The city will be back in court on this in early March. At D.C. Superior Court, Mike Murillo, WTOP News. WTOP
7: at 1206. Last month, locally, a Fairfax County firefighter was smothered by a ball flame after he apparently opened a building door and an explosion erupted from the inside. Now Fairfax County investigators say the fire and explosion at that building located on Bailey's Crossroads was, in fact, an accident. Investigators say this morning underground power lines at the commercial building located on South George Mason Drive caught fire and that the explosion itself was caused by a backdraft when the firefighter actually opened a door to the building. The firefighter came away unhurt. Some people who went to emergency rooms locally in Maryland over a five-year period are getting some money
8: back. For years, Maryland lawmakers like State Delegate Robin Lewis and Laura Charkudian had been watchdogging problems with medical billing in the state, including when people who qualified for free care were billed and then taken to court. It's a nightmare, right, for someone who can't pay $250. That's Delegate Charcutian, who explains, as a result of a bill passed in 2022, a variety of state agencies and the Health Services Cost Review Commission will track down patients who qualified for and should have gotten free care during 2017 through 2021. Those people will be getting refunds. The Baltimore Banner reports the checks could start going out in mid-2024, Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
7: Coming right up after traffic and weather this midnight hour for TLP Wednesday morning. How far would a woman go to exonerate her father of her mother's murder? With the book report, I'm Tariq King.
0: WTOP,
7: back Lane. lane. Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 12.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and
8: Sons.
7: On WTOP, of course, we bring you traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks 24-7, traffic is always first. For that, good morning to Rich Hunter and the WTOP Traffic Center.
8: It's still slow going in Virginia. I-95 southbound between Prince William Parkway and the Dale City Rest area. The work zone has the left lane getting by. A little further down the road, I-95 southbound after the Marine Corps, uh, Quantico at exit 148. A work zone has the left lane blocked and also I-95 northbound before Quantico left lane is blocked due to the work zone. In Maryland, I-95 southbound near Maryland 32, exit 38. A work zone has the right lane blocked. I-95 northbound between the Beltway and 212. Two right lanes get by at the work zone. U.S. 40 and U.S. 29 northbound in Maryland 100. You have a single left lane getting by at the work zone and on the beltway through lanes on the outer loop between Eisenhower Avenue connector and exit 174, the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. All lanes are blocked due to utility work zone. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra. Hyundai Ionic and the Toyota VZ4X at fitsmall.com. It's the Fit's way. I'm Kane Halifax, WTOP traffic. Plenty
1: of sunshine moving through the afternoon hours today with temperatures around 45 to 50 degrees overnight, clear and cold. We're in the 20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. Our Thursday brings us lots of sunshine around 50 degrees, tracking a cold front late Thursday night, mid-40s for the day on Friday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin, the First Alert Weather Center.
7: Right now, uh, around the region, we're 29 degrees in Tysons, 29 this midnight hour, Waldorf, Wednesday morning. It's 33, LaFon Plaza. We are at 33 and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you in the midnight hour Wednesday on WTOP, this early morning by Longfence. Save 25% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 1210, Wednesday morning. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Southwest Airlines
5: and its pilots union have reached a new preliminary labor agreement ending many months of tense negotiations. The five-year deal is worth about $12 billion. On Tuesday at the closing bell, Southwest finished up nearly 2%, trading at just over $29.5 a share. On Wall Street, positive gains across the board. The Dow was up 251, S&P 500 up 27,
7: and the NASDAQ was up 98. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. And checking overseas this morning, Asian stocks, our first midnight hour check, mainly higher. At this hour, the Nikkei's is up by 508 points. The Kospi is up 42. The Hang Seng is up 168, though the Shanghai is down by 12. Good morning. Glad you're with us. Twelve eleven on WTOP. There's no gift that's more beautiful, more versatile, and more meaningful than a beautiful
4: piece of jewelry. And there's no better place to shop than Diamonds Direct, where making memorable moments is our specialty. Last minute shopper, relax. This holiday season, we put together our most impressive selection of can't miss gifts you can get today. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands for every taste and every price range. And don't miss our amazing collection of Swiss timepieces, including pre-owned Rolex watches you can't find anywhere else. Need more insight? Inspiration? Check out our online gift guide and even chat with a virtual assistant at DiamondsDirect.com. Ask about flexible financing options as well. Connect with Diamonds Direct and let us help you choose that perfect headliner gift at the absolute best value price. Get all the details, special showroom hours, and lots of ideas now at DiamondsDirect.com. Across from Tyson's Corner Center and in Rockville off Rockville Pike and proud sponsor of UVA Athletics, Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion.
0: You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. They want you to change your name. Archie Leach doesn't covet. Anything come to mind?
2: Cary Grant.
0: He was Hollywood's greatest leading
6: man. Carry Cary Grant is a character. Be very careful about how he's perceived. Yet few truly knew him. I have loved a lot of people, and everyone's broken my heart.
8: I'll never let you go, Archie.
5: Based on the remarkable true story.
3: you know what's wrong with you? No, What? That
5: name. Jason Isaacs is Archie. The Man Who Became Cary Grant, now streaming only on BritBox.
7: Good Wednesday morning, midweek, this midnight hour. Welcome in, December 20th, 2023. If you're just joining us, thank you for joining us. Mainly clear, still cold, low in the 20s by daybreak, according to the weatherman. We are looking at 33 degrees at our nation's capital right now. Good morning, I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in, it's 1213 on WTOP.
3: This is WTOP News.
7: Woman trying to right the wrongs of the past is forced to confront some ugly truths that may leave her world forever changed. That is the story behind the new mystery suspense novel titled Perfect Little Lives by Amber and Daniel Brown on the WTOP book report with Arturi King.
0: The main topic of discussion is Is Closure worth it?
3: The book
7: is Perfect Little
3: Lives. It's the story of Simone, what's her journey?
0: Simone is a young woman working in New York City, but she is originally from New Jersey. She doesn't tell people that, though, because she has some sordid things about her past that she doesn't really want to get out there. Mm-hmm. But when we meet her, the past is sort of catching up with her present and then she's going to have to reckon with that. There's a documentary filmmaker hounding her, wanting her to be interviewed for what the documentary filmmaker is titling the most heinous murders that ever happened in New Jersey. One of the subjects just happens to be Simone's father, and the person that he has been accused of murdering is her mother. Who
3: is this book for? Who are you writing for um, when you think about your audience and these stories and these characters?
0: I would say, first and foremost, we're writing for Black women. Yeah, We it wanted- the girls like us who were 13 14 getting into reading to be like oh i see myself because we did there was a book by sister Sister soldier yes no disrespect and it was about a young woman starting college and we were like we want to be her and we want our young black women and older black women to just relate and just to be like yeah i see myself anybody who likes a twisty thriller like we love reading twisty fun thrillers you could have a twisty thriller, but it's not that much substance. And then you could have some kind of like social commentary, but it's kind of on the nose, and it's kind of thrown in your face. We wanted to mix those two together.
3: You're not supposed to work with friends and family, and you <laughs> guys, you're identical twins. What's that process like working together? How can you stand each other?
0: <laughs> we didn't at first. <laughs> so we originally started writing separately for a really long time, like since we were like 14. I always swore I would never, ever, ever write a book with her for this exact reason. We both have very strong opinions on things. Exactly, it's well, that's, my that's my point. That's why most of the times we agree, but when we disagree, it's a
7: huge deal. You can listen to Tariq's full interview with Amber and Daniel Brown and learn more about Perfect Little Lives a click away at wtop.com. Quick look at the top stories we're following this early morning for you on WTOP. Breaking this morning, former President Donald J. Trump is removed formally, for now, from Colorado's primary ballot by the state Supreme Court over his role in the January 6th Capitol riot insurrection. Federal judge ruling the memorial to Confederate soldiers in Arlington National Cemetery can come down. And a group of D.C. area leaders is pushing this morning for more funding for Metro as the transit agency faces a budget deficit, as we've been telling you on T.O.P. this week, of at least 750 mil. Keep it here for full details in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com.
8: Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. (laughs) Living
7: on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker.
8: I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org.
2: Benefits what?
8: BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got 1200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you.
7: WTOP News Time, 1217, an update on traffic and weather in just one minute.
6: Shuba's Express, I'm Ross Crystal. Looks like Netflix is adding a spinoff to its Addams Family hit Wednesday. According to the Hollywood Reporter, the streaming giant is in the early stages of developing the series, which would focus on Uncle Fester, played by Fred Armisen. Following an amicable divorce, Jim and Julia, played by John Cryer and Abigail Spencer, decide to continue to raise their kids at the family home while taking turns on who gets to stay with them. Things get a bit complicated when Julia begins dating Trey, the owner of Jim's favorite sports team. Scrubs alum Donald Faison co-stars as Trey in the new sitcom Extended Family. Well,
4: I'm working with the king of television, you know what I mean? And so to be in something with John Cryer is a dream come true. There's a handful of actors out there who have influenced me, and he's definitely one of them.
6: Extended Family premieres December 23rd on NBC, streams the next day on Peacock. Perhaps best known from his days on the hit television show Glee, actor, singer, and dancer Matthew Morrison tells us about his latest movie on the next edition of Showbiz Upfront. Available at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to get the very latest in entertainment news by signing up for our daily newsletter at ShowbizExpress.com. And for the Showbiz Express Network, I'm Ross Crystal.
7: Call me right up after traffic and weather this midnight hour for you on WTLP this morning.
2: Alarm bells are ringing for Metro. Will local governments come to the rescue? I'm Dick
7: Leano. WTOP at 1218. <laughs> Traffic and weather on the eights, and when it breaks. Kane Halifax is with us this morning at the WTOP Traffic Center.
8: Thank you. On the Beltway, our loop through between Alexandria and Oxon Hill. Due to a work zone, the local lanes are open and get by without delay. In the district, New Jersey between New York and Inn as in Nancy, closed due to a crash. Longfellow Street and between Georgia and 9th Street Northwest is closed due to fire department activity. In Maryland, I-95 southbound near Maryland 32, exit 38. Right lane is blocked at the work zone. I-95 northbound between I-495 and Capital Beltway, exit 27, and Maryland 212, exit 29. Two right lanes get by at the work zone. U.S. 29 northbound at Maryland 100, exit 22 and U.S. 40, exit 24, left lane gets by at the work zone. And Maryland 100 westbound at I-97, single lane gets by at the work zone. I'm Cain Halifax, WTOP Traffic.
1: Plenty of sunshine to enjoy later this afternoon with daytime high temperatures near normal for this time of year, around 45 to 50 degrees. At least it's not going to be terribly windy. Moving into the overnight hours, mainly clear and cold by early tomorrow morning. We're in the middle 20s to lower 30s. For the day on Thursday, mostly sunny, near 50 degrees. Tracking a cold front late Thursday night. That's going to keep our temperatures in the 40s on Friday and Saturday back to around 50 on Christmas Eve. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve in the First Alert Weather Center. We're
7: at 28 degrees. It's a cold one this morning, 28 midnight hour, DuPont Circle, 28 Germantown, 30 Annandale. We're at 33 and holding in our nation's capital. And still ahead this morning for you on WTOP. The
2: superintendent in Prince George's talks about early steps so far and what's to come. I'm John Doman.
7: There was this one time I went snorkeling in the Caribbean when I was a kid. It really just blew my mind. We saw the most beautiful corals. I remember thinking they were waving at us as they moved with the ocean. And then there were all these amazing fish. I'll never forget it. It completely changed the
2: way I look at the ocean. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org.
3: Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather.
8: Working on a
0: nightmare. you're with wtop and dean lane
8: lead law enforcement against drugs and violence is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the united states by using an evidence-based tested and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators lead school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs violence alcohol and bullying Learn more about LEAD at LEADrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD, sponsored by LEAD Incorporated.
7: Good Wednesday morning, December 20th. Glad you're with us. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 1221. This is WTOP News. Local governments are responding now to the serious budget cuts proposed by Metro's general manager that we've been telling you about this week. Here at WTOP, as the system faces a $750 million budget deficit and says it may have to close 10 stations and fire thousands of employees. Now, a work group of the Metropolitan Washington Council of Government is stepping in, out with a report that makes recommendations to support Metro's request for more cash. But Metro has to work hard, too. COGS Executive Director Clark Mercer says Metro's
2: $750 million budget deficit, partly driven by the economic impact of the COVID shutdown, is fixable. And among the regional agency's recommendations are boosting the subsidy payments by area governments. We've got our members in Maryland and D.C. and Virginia have got to come together, and I think they're prepared to come together to address this shortfall. The regional agency representing 24 area jurisdictions is also recommending raising fares, lowering administrative costs, and implementing targeted service reductions. COG is cautioning against any drastic cuts in service. Dick Juliano, WTOP News.
7: New this Wednesday morning on WTOP, DC police identifying the man shot by an officer on Monday night near Capital One Arena. They say 27-year-old Corey Darnell Brantz was shot during an investigative stop in the Penn Quarter neighborhood. During a patrol of the area, officers say they saw Branch and thought he was armed. When officers approached him, police say Branch ran away. During the chase, officers say they saw Branch display a gun, and one officer fired a shot. Branch was taken to a local hospital, we're told, with non-life-threatening injuries. He's charged this morning with assaulting an officer, possession of a controlled substance, and is facing, we're told, six additional firearms charges here. The officer involved is on routine administrative leave this morning while in Full and complete investigation... Is done. Now to Prince George's County this morning, where the school superintendent there has been listening to parents, students, and the rest of the public about what should happen with his leadership in the future. It's a framework for going forward. Superintendent Millard House highlights
2: a few of the immediate actions already taken, including the establishment of a task force focused on student health at High Point High School amid concerns about drug use there. And he also touts an ongoing transportation audit expected to be finished next month aimed at improving the school system's bus service. But student safety and Bullying remains a big concern among middle and high school students, and he's vowing that every high school will have enhanced screeners by the end of this year. Long term, House is vowing an expansion of support for special education. He also mentions new policies could allow for more charter schools in the future. John Dome in WTOP News.
7: Boy, was she ever. We're talking about a Virginia woman this morning who bought a cheap vase at a thrift store, now tens of
8: thousands of dollars richer this morning. Jessica Vincent bought a vase for $3.99 at a Virginia thrift store because she thought it would look nice in her house but she soon learned that the vase she purchased from Goodwill outside of Richmond was actually extremely rare. It came from the Venetian island of Murano and was designed by the late architect Carlo Scarpa. The vase recently sold for $107,000 through the Wright auction house to a private European collector. Vincent plans to buy a new heating system for her farmhouse with the money. Currently, she's using two space heaters. I'm Lisa Dwyer.
7: You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports
3: at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think Red.
7: Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th. Welcome in. 1225. Indeed sports time. Our first midnight hit now with Rob. Maryland was a 19 and a half point
3: favorite over Nichols, but barely escaped College Park with a 73-67 victory over former Terps assistant Tavon Sadler's Colonels. Kevin Willard told Big Ten
2: Network. I thought they played phenomenal. I thought they came out and played aggressive. He's doing such a great job. As one of my former assistants, to watch him come in here and do the job he did. I'm so happy for Tavon. That's why I hate playing my former." assistants they know all your stuff and just happy for him and what a great job he's doing
3: all seven of maryland's victories this season have come at home where the terps are winners of